What is this? There's a lot in this incredible freak in our series of Utah District Attorney ritual child sex abuse fake Native American Mormon Bishop weed dealing case. Wait, what? What the fuck is going on here? I saw this video flying around on, on Twitter and I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Who are you? Hi, I'm off the night. And this is my wife. We're on the night. Are you Nicholas Rossi? No. Are you that Nicholas Alaverdian? Absolutely not. Are you Nicholas Brown? Yes. Police say this man has lived his life under at least 16 different names. They believe he fled from America to the UK to avoid rape charges in Utah. Then, in 2020, they were told he was dead. Just under a year ago, police believed they had found the fugitive. Bro, what is this fit, my boy? I mean, this is a Batman villain fit, dude. This is literally some penguin shit. Are you joking me right now? What the hell is happening here? People who knew Nicholas Rossi, Nicholas Aliverdian, claim that it's you. DNA doesn't lie. I know my husband does not have tendencies as a rapist. That's the weirdest. Like, that is the weakest defense, dude. You just, what the f***? If this is a real thing, okay, if this is a real thing, your answer should be, what the f*** are you saying? Like, this is such a wild thing to blame me. Here, I will take a DNA test immediately. She said, my husband does not have the tendency of a rapist. Like, yo, British people who do rape and pedophilia have the funniest defenses for uh, doing the rape and pedophilia. It's always, it's the Prince Andrew type defense where you're, it gets me. I mean, she's not even British, I don't think, or he's definitely not. But it's so funny to me that like, they picked up on that tendency where it's like, Prince Andrew was like, like, Oh no, famously. Oh no, as you can see on this day, I was wearing uh, my non-raping shirt. This is a shirt I wear when I uh, am, am not intending to rape a child. It's like, bro, a normal human being would never craft that sentence. What the fuck is wrong with you? Or like, oh, I could never rape. I am, uh, you know, I, I do not sweat. Because I lost my sweat glands at the Falkland War. That's right. I don't sweat. Um, except uh, I do now. I'm sweating currently. But uh, there was a there was a moment uh, in my life where uh, I was uh, incapable of, of sweating. Nonsery? Well, very capable physically of nonsery. But uh, incapable of sweating. Just a little bit of nonsery. This is Cranston a small town near the capital of Rhode Island, where Nicholas Aliverdian spent most of his childhood. He lived with his mother and stepfather, David Rossi. The singer, who was an Ingelbert Humperdinck impersonator, adopted him when he was eight. There's Nicholas. Bro, this entire fucking story is absolutely unhinged. Nicholas Rossi's DMs to Truanon. Um, I would be glad to help you with whatever you're after, but I can promise you I'm not Rossi. For whatever that's worth... It has been proved, and it will be proven in court. But my wife and I have been through enough. We have been trying to escape this nightmare. It is truly bizarre. And I have no clue who you are, but I'm taking a big risk here, telling you off the record that arrest will be made and leave it will be named by 1st of July. Please keep that off the record. I'm telling you what I've been told. They simply want to wait until after the election. However, good luck in all that you do. Okay, there's an hour and 28 minutes uh, more than that. Sorry. There's like almost an hour wait time in between this. However, good luck to uh, all that you do. And don't hesitate to give me a bell. Should you need anything. Cheers. Okay, mate. Your podcast is prejudicial. I'm not Rossi. This is bizarre. 
What do you want? Tax returns, driving license, government documents. Why? Why couldn't you ask me for proof of who I am? I'm in hospital with pulmonary embolisms at the moment. This is the last thing I need. Oh, this tweet was deleted by the author. Arthur Knight alleged to be Nicholas Rossi by David Leavitt. Here's David Leavitt with Viktor Yushchenko in Ukraine last year. Leavitt worked with the U.S. aid. Dude, what the fuck? I never actually watched this. I never actually watched this True on episode, but there's like ties to the fucking U.S. aid. What the hell? When Nicholas was around 13, he was moved into foster care run by the departments of children, youth and families. He lived at various group homes where troubled teenagers are placed under one roof. It was at this time Nicholas got his first job at Rhode Island State House. He worked with politicians, helping them with paperwork and other administrative duties. The most common word used by those who knew Nicholas Aliverdian during his time here at the State House was persistent. Bro, he could have been George Santos. Former state representative Brian Coogan took Nicholas under his wing. He initially thought the teenager was a genuine hard worker who had an unusually keen interest in the law for someone so young. He kept asking me to adopt him because he was didn't have any family and he was in a group home and a foster home and he was going to live on this very street a couple houses down. Why didn't you adopt him? He called me up one day. Oh my god, this is the most Rhode Island Italian man, dude. What the fuck? Look at the rings. This man is is so awesome. I mean, he's literally dripped out the fucking wazoo. He's got wrists that were specifically built naturally for uh, girth so we could fucking literally end up uh, becoming a professional arm wrestler. I don't even understand. There's lots in this incredible freaking our series on this Utah district attorney ritual child sex abuse fake Native American Mormon bishop. The name Nicholas Rossi comes up frequently. Rossi's being extradited for a 2008 rape in Utah County by Leavitt's office. He faked his own death a couple years ago and once wrote an essay describing other sexual assault charges against him as his personal 9-11. This is what I'm... Dude, this threat is insane. He now lives as Arthur Knight in the UK. Knight claims that he's not Rossi, has never been to the US, and is being set up. Here he is now. The document referred to by Leavitt in his press conference is a victim statement by the daughter of a former therapist in Utah County who was charged with a shit ton of rape, etc. Counts by Leavitt's predecessor, Sturgill. That therapist was Leavitt's friend and elder quorum president and also a member of a fake Native American church that administered peyote. The therapist also hypnotized patients who were sent to him for the conversion therapy by the LDS. All of this ties back to some way to the disbanded SVU in Leavitt's office. He abolished it in 2020, which left a lot of sore feelings. He's also being called a woke prosecutor by his opponents in the upcoming June 28th election, and Sheriff Smith has endorsed his challenger. Here's David Leavitt with, with Victor, uh, uh, Victor Yushchenko in Ukraine last year. Leavitt worked with USAID from 2008 to uh, 2004 to 2018 to advise Ukraine's legal system and mold it into the American model. Conspiracy or overlapping conspiracies in Utah County. No one save members of the media have seen the victim statement. Rossi seems to know something, but the only way he could is if someone leaked it to him. If you can, please leak it to us. Rossi and Knight links to a host of documents posted by a woman in Utah in a reply to the threat above. They're pretty wild, if a bit difficult to parse in parts because of the redactions. One thing to keep in mind, Rossi was caught faking MySpace posts by a woman who successfully got him busted on sexual assault charges posts that would have exonerated him, so keep that in mind. I don't get it. I just don't understand what the fuck happened at all. Nicholas was initially wanted by US authorities over one charge of rape in Utah, dating back to 2008. He has now been served with two more extradition requests from a state, one relating to the rape of a woman in Salt Lake City and another for a sexual assault in the city of Orem. 
I mean, this guy seems like an unhinged freakazoid that goes on, like, raping sprees no matter where he goes in the country. You know what I mean? He's, like, unstoppable force. He called me up one day, and he says, uh, Rep, I want to take you to dinner. I got married. I said, again? I mean, because he was supposed to be married, like, three or four times. He said, I want you to meet my wife, Catherine. We met at a restaurant in downtown Providence, a fancy restaurant called Flemings. And talking to his wife, very lovely girl, pure as snow, salt of the earth, very religious. She called me up a couple of weeks after that, and she was horrified into the phone. Nick was locking her in the bathroom. He stole her identity. He got credit cards in her name. And she was just on the horrors. I said, Catherine, I said, you call the police? She goes, I call the police. I'm going to get away from them. Well, what was your reaction when you got that phone call? I was horrified. I couldn't believe it. I started Googling Nick's name, and I used all his aliases. I found him he's a registered sex offender. He's suing people. People are suing him. Um, he's got all sorts of court cases going on. Nick's a weird kid. Dude, this guy being like the mo the key guy in this entire story makes it so much better. I'm sorry. I know this is not time for like anti-Italiophobia, but like he's just a, a big, a big old hunk of man, a big old meatball marone from, you know, Rhode Island being like the most a, a narrator in this situation is, is great. And I just decided not to. Why should I, you know? I've given him money before. I loan him money. Never pay me back. He says, you said you would. I said, no, I didn't. So we went right to his phone. He went to my folder. He went to the date, and he played it back for me. How crazy is that? So I said, he, I said Nick, what is that? He goes, I record every phone conversation, and I file him. I put him in a file. It's a dangerous kid. Police agencies were tracking Nicholas and had asked those closest to him to try and flush him out. Next thing you know... I have the U.S. Marshals coming to my house. I had the FBI from Ohio call me. I had the FBI from Providence, Rhode Island call me. And they're all looking for him. And when he called me, I said, Nick, you got everybody looking for you. you got serious charges. He was calm and cool on the phone, talk like a lawyer. Oh, it's all a big misunderstanding. And you almost want to believe him. Dude, I fucking love this guy. I, I can't get over it, dude. I literally, I love this man. He is the perfect individual, dude. He's fucking calling me. I said, Charlie, what the fuck are you doing? You got authorities calling me for fucking charges. You better stop doing the fucking rapes or whatever you're doing over there. What the fuck? He says, I'm in another country. I'm nowhere around. They're never going to find me. He says, I'm married with two kids now. I said, married with two kids? I said, what'd you do? Add water? What's it, like oatmeal? He <laughs> looks like a teamster. Oh, he's, he's uh, most likely a union man, but probably voted for Donald Trump and is very excited to vote for him again. Nick, wh what's the matter with your voice? I'm dying, I'm dying. I'm in a hospital bed. I'm dying. I, I, I said, what's wrong with you? He goes, I got two weeks to live. I said, what's wrong with you? And he goes, he says, I have lymphoma. I have cancer. I have this. I said, really? I said, listen, you cockroach. I said, cockroaches don't die. I said, you're not dying. I said, you're a sexual predator and you're trying to escape and you're... you're you're faking your death. You are not dying. You, you fucking cockroach. <laughs> I visited the pub where Nick gains a reputation for his gift of the gab and drinking ability. The achievement of downing 300 pints is celebrated on the walls of the Wickedon. They had a nickname for him here. That's right. They called him Three Questions Nick. What the fuck is... Bro, what is happening, dude? No, like, actually, what's going on in fucking Rhode Island? Someone explain to me what's going on in Rhode Island right now. We need to shut this shit down. We need to just literally figure out what the fuck's going on in Rhode Island in general. 
What is happening? No. Going back to this, like this guy, Nicholas Rossi, is like this truly interesting, unique story of this uh, prolific serial rapist, apparently, who's now faking being a British man. And yet, for some reason, like, he is secondary as far as interesting characters in the story. How is it possible that you go to, like, some random fucking guy at a bar and he just looks like this? I mean, he looks like a, a founding father or a sailor. He looks like a lighthouse keeper, yes, for his profession. Nicholas Alaverdian, according to everyone, died. Yes. Did you believe that no, Nick died? No, especially the crew here. They smelled a rat almost immediately. His name is Stephen O'Shea. These are the guys who are like, I'm actually uh, 11th generation Irish, but I went back to Ireland type dudes, right? Over in the UK, a man calling himself Nicholas Brown married a woman called Miranda Knight on February 22nd, 2020 a week before the date of death stated on Nicholas Alaverdian's obituary. This man began working for a Canadian woman who's expanding her business across the pond. She now believes the person she employed was Nicholas Alaverdian. I knew him as Nicholas Brown. In January 2020 is what? when we started. It's insane that, like, the Utah part of the story is, like, so incredible and psychotic, like, that it makes this part of the story seem sane. There is cannibalism, or at least, like, not real cannibalism, but, like, the mention of cannibalism, the accusations of cannibalism on the Utah part of the story. Yeah, peyote shamans and, and whatnot, from what I understand. Yeah. yeah, Nicholas accused the Utah prosecutor of... I mean, here, look at the fucking article title, bro. Look at this. Here, this is the Utah part of the story. Man accused of faking his own death to have extradition hearing is is uh, accusing the Utah prosecutor of cannibalism and sex trafficking. Joe, we, now he has a new and wild conspiracy that the Utah County prosecutor, who's trying to finally get him back to the United States to prosecute him, David Levitt, is, he says, a cannibal and part of some child sex trafficking ring. If you look at Knight's Twitter, it's filled with allegation after allegation that Levitt is some sort of monster. And then it gets even weirder. The local sheriff's office is apparently actually investigating the allegations. Not only did they hold a press conference, but a sergeant with the sheriff's office confirmed that he'd been in touch with, yes, that same Arthur Knight about the allegations. But here now is that Utah County attorney, David Levitt. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to get these allegations in a minute. But first, let me ask you about Alaverdian. He's got this hearing Thursday. Uh, you sure you have the right guy and you're confident you're going to get him back here? Uh, you don't simply extradite someone from uh, a foreign country unless lots of agencies have looked into this and used their limited resources uh, to get someone back. I mean, every governmental agency is, is short on resources. And so when you decide you're going to go after someone, you have to really be certain that that's who it is. And, and in this case, we had to make ourselves certain. The State Bureau of Investigations in the state of Utah had to do the same. The United States Department of Justice and other Scottish authorities. And so you have four governmental agencies uh, from two countries who have all satisfied themselves that this is the guy and uh, it will be up to a Scottish a Scottish judge to decide whether, what the whether fuck? that happens. I think my lights just turned out. I'm going to yep. stand up and um, see if I can, excuse me. Yep. What no the worries. You know fuck? Who I think Bro, what is happening, dude? This guy, the, okay, this story is crazy. There's ghosts involved now, okay? I'm no big city lawyer. I'm no big city paranormal investigator, but it seems to me like ghosts are involved in this. That's paranormal activity, brother. I know paranormal activity when I see it, brother. There's a new layer on this. 
Yeah, all right. Let me. I got to ask you about this stuff about the accusations that you're a cannibal. Um, how did this all get started? Well, you know, it's. Uh, I, I ran. This is kind of a weird intersection between trying to do my job and prosecute a sex, an alleged sex criminal, on the one hand, and local politics. I, I ran for a platform on a platform of uh, restoring checks and balances to the criminal justice system, meaning we got to get rid of plea bargains so that the jury can be a check on the prosecutor, and prosecutors need to stand up and become a check on the police. He's a woke DA, bro. So then the sheriff's department, of course, complied with the this guy's a cannibal shit. Pretty wild, honestly. An incredible state of affairs overall. But, you know, I'm out of time here, but you're not a cannibal, right? No, I'm not. Dan. Okay. All right. <laughs> nor, I, nor am I a murderer. I, need, I, I, needed to ask the que- I needed to ask the question. I mean, it's just insane that, like, this fucking guy, Nicholas Rossi, literally successfully alleged that this dude was a cannibal. And because he was a quote-unquote woke fucking DA, that people went along with it. Reports have emerged of claims of, of fraud. I have nothing to do with fraud. Yes, a Canadian businesswoman. I worked with that Canadian businesswoman. This person is not British, dog. I'm sorry. Early 2022, and a man claiming to be Arthur Knight was taken into custody after fears he posed a flight risk. Yeah, it's pretty funny that, like, you fucking escape to Europe, and instead of going to, like, I don't know, a European country that doesn't have, like, an immediate extradition protocol to the United States of America, you went to one that has one, so now you're, like, getting fucking airlifted back to Utah. Just weeks earlier, he had been arrested while being treated for COVID in a Glasgow hospital, as the American authorities believed he was... Oh, no. Nicholas Aliverdian. Bro, what is this drip, though? I did an interview with him and his wife, and that was kind of the first one, and it snowballed from there. And then he would keep calling and trying to say, you should look into this and you should look into that and things about the prosecutor in Utah. But it just struck me as why would somebody who claims they're not the person from Rhode Island care so much about what the news is reporting in Rhode Island? Except these are the news media outlets that he would have grown up watching and listening to and reading. No, no, no. I think it's perfectly normal that a guy that's like living in Glasgow would know about like a random Rhode Island local news uh, channels. The couple invited me into their Glasgow home and insisted Arthur was still suffering from long COVID and that this was all a case of mistaken identity. The truth needs to be known. So why am I speaking to you? Why is my wife speaking to you? Because we care about our life and our love. This has all happened uh, the dates before you knew him. This Nicholas Rossi, when you actually read about what he's done, he seems to have done it consistently Over. through his... Yeah, she's like, you don't understand. Uh, he is done with the raping. Even if this is my husband now and I don't know anything about... Uh, who he was before we met. Um, very clearly, uh, this is not a rapist. Uh, he does not have a rapist tendency. There is no evidence whatsoever that um, uh, there are tattoos, and I've shown that to news reporter after news reporter after news reporter. Intensive care staff from the Glasgow hospital where he was arrested told the extradition hearing about seeing distinctive arm tattoos on their patient while they treated him for COVID. These appeared similar to the images held by Interpol. During his evidence in court this week, the man himself claimed he had gone into hospital without any markings and had been tattooed while in a coma for 18 days.
That's the Crest of Brown University. Yep, with the red and you got the black right there. What? Bro, just fucking DNA test them. Like, I don't understand. What the fuck is going on? What is this like, oh, uh, he might have gotten tatted or he... Is that also, yeah, is that Brown University? Is that a tattoo of Brown University's crest? No shot. He said the DNA proved him innocent. Yeah, no shot it did. What the fuck do you mean? I think he's talking about one uh, of the of the cases when he says the DNA proves him innocent. Not that he's not fucking Nicholas Rossi or whatever. He's saying the DNA proved Nicholas Rossi innocent, which is also something that you wouldn't say as Arthur Knight. You would say that as Nicholas Rossi. It's now official. Arthur Knight is Nicholas Rossi, a.k.a. Nicholas Aliverdian. It's a court decision those in Rhode Island suspected all along. This makes it even funnier that he's like keeping up the fucking... He's just like keeping up the memes, I guess, for the fun of it. I don't fucking know. It's, it's very weird. It's very weird to be this way.